flesh of her arm. She approaches the school gates, but she can't face her class, and she can't go home. Not now. She is glass amongst sand. So she turns and retreats, finds herself deep in the smog and the heat, the fog and the meat of the bodies that beat out their lives in the throb of the street. She learns to be small and discreet. She learns to be thankful for all that she eats. She learns how to smile without meaning an inch of it. She learns how to swim in the stink and not sink in it. It's as if this is all she has known. So now give her a face. That is kind. That belongs to a woman you know who is strong and believes in the rightness of getting things wrong. Give her a body that breathes deep at night. That is warm and unending, as total as light. Let her live. Brighter every day that she is not so young and desperate. Bigger every minute that she settles all the restless urges in her chest. And when she wakes from nightmares, breathless, she will piece herself together like some relic found in ash and clay, some precious ancient necklace. And when she is complete again. She'll wolf walk into town to drink down every wave that comes to break her spirits down. She was wild and wonderful, a star throughout the district. This red light, dread naught queen amongst misfits. And yes, sometimes they'd sneer when they'd glimpse her in the gutter, and it made her crack her knuckles, shake her head, and start to mutter to herself under her breath, "You posh pricks don't know fucking shit." And they would look away and light their cigarettes and spit. She liked to giggle with the pretty boys and kiss the lonely addicts and weave exquisite curtains for the dismal little attics where they lay their heads at night, out of beads and string and plastic. Each corner she inhabited, made warmer by her magic. Now she grew expert in the field of love. She learned to see and feel the true desires lurking in the hearts of those who came to swim in her dark waters. She knew things. She knew kings, and she bore daughters. She knew love. She made her fortune till she met her match. Exhaustion. Now he was an older man. A man who loved to hold her hand, a man who made her feel like she was rolling round on golden sand, a man as soft as any girl, a man as hard as any luck, and she understood what life was for each time they bucked and came unstuck. But true love takes its toll on souls who are not used to feeling whole. They tangle limbs and feel the shudders. Let the world be nothing. Lovers promising each other not to take the vital parts. But even as they mutter it, they're giving up their hearts. It is a new moon in late May. She gives way to his weight. They are laid out flat by a lake. And she can feel his blood in her veins, and he can feel her pulse in his wrists, and they kiss, and the moon hangs open and orange like a wound in the mist. And he asks her to marry him, to have him forever, and never be lonely, but only together. And she thinks that he's taking the piss. 
throws him a scowl so sharp his darkest parts are shafted, blasted, ripped in half. And she starts to laugh. She hits her palms against the grass. He lifts his arms, I mean it. Shining cheeks, his garments creased. Her naked skin on cold, damp heath. I mean it. Silence, let it land. She cannot breathe or stand. She crawls towards him, takes his hand. Of course, they kiss and both expand. So she decides that she must go back, seek out a past, a mother, a father, whatever she had, a blessing or something, maybe an answer. So she packs some things and she leaves at dawn alone and she heads out north for home. And by dusk, she is walking the woods of her youth, smelling the air like, is this where I'm from? Who was I when I was here last? And if this isn't home, then where has home gone?